Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi guys, it's Callie. Welcome back to the podcast. But if you're new here, thank you so much for finding the podcast. Um, I'm so excited that you have come and want to see what I talk about. Um, so for those of you who have been listening for quite a while, I'm sure you've noticed that um, I changed the logo for the podcast. It's I just found that I wanted to change. The other one wasn't as good of it just, I feel like it wasn't as representative of the podcast as I wanted it to be. And I wanted it to be just a little bit more visual. I mean, the logo I had before was perfectly good. I think it was just a really, it was a really good logo to start, but I just wanted to kind of not upgrade, but just change it up a little bit. Um, so yes, I love the new one. I love the old one too, but this one, I just find that it's a lot more representative of the podcast and kind of what I want to do later on. Anyway, so for this week's episode, I kind of want to talk about, like, um, it's hard to explain, but I basically, like, what, I guess, younger me, if younger me was was able to see into the future, what they would think of, like, current me, um, and, like, what advice I would be giving little me now, from what I know now. Um, so I guess I'll kind of go into uh, the latter, which is what advice I would kind of give to little me with what I know now. Um, I definitely do have some things that I definitely do have regrets. I feel like most people have some regrets with their life. Um, but one that I definitely, if I had the ability to tell younger me, something I would definitely tell younger me to like just leave that toxic friend group earlier just like find new friends because I was in a similar friend group for a really really long time and it was just not a good situation it was just toxic and it was bad and it was always drama and there was just constantly things that just didn't make me feel good so I would definitely say to anybody listening, if you're in a toxic friend group right now, I know it might be scary, but just leave that group. It'll make you feel so much better. It's crazy. Like, my life has completely changed, really, since I've gotten out of that friend group. And I just, it just made me a better person not being in that kind of um, toxic environment constantly. And I think that a lot of the times, too, it just makes you feel better about yourself. Um, I guess kind of going off that, I would also, I guess, tell younger me that just not everybody hates you. Like, I know that sounds a little bit potentially negative, but I think that especially when I was younger, I was in that toxic environment and those people aren't your friends. They don't really like you. They don't really appreciate you. But I think so. I think that there's this idea that is constantly, that at least for me, constantly was perpetuated in my mind that everybody hated me and that nobody liked me and nobody valued me and or as a friend I mean and um that nobody really wanted to be your friend and people were just there and in that group and 
they just didn't want me there. Um, so I guess I kind of had this idea in my brain that everybody hated me and never wanted to spend time with me and be my friend. Um, and I know that, can, that sounds a little bit dark, but I think that that happens, at least from my experience and kind of what I've heard from other people, is that happens for a lot of people, that idea that you feel like everyone just doesn't like you. Uh, but I think that as I've gotten older, I've definitely, and especially in the last couple of years, I've kind of realized that if some people actually think you're pretty cool, and I know that sounds cheesy or cliche or whatever, what have you, but I think that in a lot of ways, people don't hate you. I mean, there's always going to be people that you don't like you, but not everybody doesn't like you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that necessarily makes sense, but um, just not not everybody likes you, but not everybody hates you. There will be some people that you generally just do not mesh well with, but and that's okay. You're not going to be able to please everybody at the same time. That just doesn't happen. That's not realistic. At, that's at least, I mean, you can think otherwise, but just from what I've experienced, you can't please everybody all the time, and you kind of have to be in the middle where you're getting a general consensus, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, if that makes sense. Um, but yes, not everybody hates you. People actually think that you're a good friend and that you support people and that you kind of, you make life better for them and more enjoyable. Um, so yes, I think also, not necessarily piggybacking, piggybacking, is that a word? Piggyback riding? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, but I guess kind of adding on to what I was saying, like not everybody hates you, is that people will, I guess what I would tell my younger self if like I was with my younger self or little me as it is sometimes called, um, I would tell myself that people are constantly trying to make you feel mediocre or pushing you to be mediocre. And I guess I've kind of realized, especially in the last month, that people will always try to make you feel like you are mediocre in that you're not necessarily horrible, but you're not extraordinary. Um, and so I guess what I would tell younger me is that people will constantly tell you and say that you're decent or you're satisfactory or you're meeting the expectation. Um, and I think that it definitely damages your self-esteem when people say that. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm kind of going all over the pl- all over the place, but just... People will constantly tell you that you're mediocre, but it is your job to say, you know what, I'm not mediocre because I've overcome this, or this has happened to me, or I'm not mediocre because I do blah, 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 or I am a good friend, or what what have you. I think that everybody has a sense of being extraordinary, whatever, in their lives, and even though some people might not necessarily see that, I think... It's important to remind yourself, you know what, I'm not mediocre just because people tell me I'm mediocre in this certain aspect of life. Like, yes, you might um, be fine. You might meet the expectations for school and you might be doing fine, but you're extraordinary in this other aspect of life. And I think that especially with school and people constantly tell you like, yeah, you're a decent student or yeah, you're doing fine. You're meeting the expectations. You're getting good test scores. And I think that you internalize that as, oh, that's how I am as a person. I'm not, I'm just fine and I'm not necessarily good or extraordinary or surpassing the expectations. 
But in a lot of ways, I think everybody in their own way does that already. I think that everybody surpasses expectations in a certain aspect of their life. So let's say, I mean, you're not necessarily the best at school. Like you're not, you don't have like a 4.5 GPA and you don't didn't get these test scores, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's fine. Like nobody, honestly, in that, in the grand scheme of things, nobody really cares about your high school GPA. The only time that really matters is when you're applying to college. Um, to be honest with you, I know that might seem a little bit harsh, but, um, anyways, where was I going with that? Um, yes. So let's say you're like fine school, you're doing great. You're like, you're meeting this expectation, but you could be really, really good at like, let's say, I don't know, like instrument, or you're really good at like dance or gardening or sports, whatever. That doesn't mean you're a decent person or you're a mediocre person. That means that you're a great person because you're really successful and you have a sense of excellence in that one thing, which I think is really important to, like, I guess, remind yourself. And I didn't necessarily know when I was younger is that just because you're mediocre in one aspect of your life doesn't mean that you are mediocre in all aspects of life. I think that because people as a whole are so multifaceted um, and so layered and so complex I think that it's really important to remind yourself that I'm an extraordinary person despite what other people have told me and despite what society as a whole has told me. Um, I know that I totally explained that and I went really in depth and kind of deep, honestly. I didn't know I was going to go this deep for this episode. Um, But yeah, just because people tell you that you're mediocre and that you're decent and that you're meeting expectations doesn't mean that you are a mediocre person. It totally doesn't because those people only know you in one context or area of your life. They only know some of the story. They don't know the entire context or story in your life. They just don't. It's impossible for somebody to know the ins and outs of your life without and your brain and your personality and what's going on because it's just, it's just impossible for people to be able to do that. You know, I know that that's kind of confusing, but I think you guys get what I mean. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, um, I know that was a little bit confusing. Um, but I guess another thing I would tell, I guess, little me or my younger self is, is that kind of to, I don't know how to really word this properly. Um, but basically kind of saying, you know what, it's okay to fail in things and it's okay if you are not perfect because I think that when you are young especially when you're in elementary school it's the beginning of being drilled in your head like okay I need to I need to have this perfect I need to get this down quickly I need to be constantly getting a hundred percent or be constantly getting perfect scores and I think that that in a lot of ways it's not necessarily realistic to be drilling that into a kid's head when they're so young um and I think that in a lot of ways I, what I would tell my younger self is, you know, it's okay to not get the perfect grades now because you're building that, those skills for when you're older and that when you can start to be really successful, especially in academics, because you, you will never ever be perfect in academics unless you work yourself to the point where you are just like 
done and you're burnt out year after year after year, especially in high school and college and if you go to grad school, yada, yada, yada. And if you, unless you're not, especially in high school, I'll rephrase that, especially in high school, if you're not passionate about what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like when you're in college and grad school and all that stuff, you're really interested in what you're doing. At least I hope the majority of people are interested in what they're doing. I mean, I'm not, I've never been in college. I don't really know anybody that are in, that is in college. Um, but just saying, you know, it's okay to fail now. And when you're younger, because when, that means when you get to high school, if you do get a bad test score, it won't basically give you a mental breakdown or make you super hung up on the same thing and that'll just dig you into a deeper hole of continuing to do bad because I feel like what I struggled with a lot in high school was dealing with that perfection you know if I didn't get the best score I'd be like I'm just not going to try I'm just not going to do it because I failed in this one thing but I think a lot of ways it's okay to fail because that just gives you an opportunity to grow and so you know what? On the next test, I'll get a super good score. I'll I'll continue to have I'll get bring up to my grade to an A, and then I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. And it's okay to fail now because not necessarily to fail, but it's okay if I'm not if I don't get a perfect score on that because that is a way that I can um, grow and um. And make my scores better and just, yeah, um, I'm kind of having a little bit of a brain fart at the moment. Um, but yeah, just, it's okay to fail a little bit in high school because I feel like when it's not, when you're younger and it's not really addressed, especially failure and I mean other things too, um, but when you, failure isn't addressed and you're constantly told, you know, you need to be perfect, it makes it really, really, really hard to deal with it later. Like exponentially hard to deal with it later because you just, you feel like you can't do it if you don't get a good score and you don't get it on the first try and blah, 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 blah. So I guess if I was to tell younger me, kind of reiterating this, but I would just say, you know what, it's okay to fail when you're a little kid because you're a little kid and test scores aren't anything aren't everything especially when you're young especially when you're young I'm talking middle school and elementary school not necessarily high school um but yeah just kind of saying you know it's okay to not get 100% on everything and granted if you do that's amazing that's a really you did a really good job but it's okay if you got like an 80 an 85 and 90 even like a 75 or a 70 that's okay because that means you have more opportunity to do better and it teaches you how to do better and cope, I guess, quote unquote, better and have the skills to cope with failure in a more constructive way than in high school when it's a lot harder, I think, that if you haven't, if you're, if you're throwing yourself into really challenging academics and you don't know how to deal with it, deal with struggle, and deal with failure, and deal with having issues and not getting it the first time, I think it is really hard to kind of be successful in that way, and kind of say, you know what, I didn't get it, I wasn't necessarily successful, or I didn't necessarily do as well as I could, um, but that's okay. I, I, I'm kind of being a little bit repetitive, but I'm basically just saying, you know what, it's okay it's, I guess I would tell younger me that, you know, it's okay to fail now because it's an opportunity to grow. Long story short, I know that I totally 
was a little bit rambly and it didn't make a lot of sense. Just this whole podcast episode, I don't think is making a lot of sense. Um, I'm just, I guess I'm just having a little bit of a brain fart today, but totally fine. You know, I'm kind of rolling with it and going with the flow. Um, um, with that said, I think I kind of want to build up what I'm talking about, but more move into the second question I kind of want to ask, I guess, myself for the podcast, which is <clears throat> if younger me saw me now, what they would think. Um, this has always been a hard question for me to ask, especially in the last couple of years, because I feel like that's when it really starts to be asked a lot, especially by just like adults or just people in general, um, which I is, yeah. Um, but it's basically just what, what I would think of, what younger me would think of me now. And I think that there's a common answer where it's like, oh, younger me would be really proud or younger me would be just really grateful about what's happened or like younger me would be like amazed by my success or blah 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 but I guess for me now I would just think of I would just be like younger me I feel like would just be like shocked and not necessarily proud um I just feel like in general I've never been the person type of person that just is really proud of themselves all the time that's a whole nother topic that we can get into later with like imposter syndrome and all that stuff um but yeah I don't necessarily think that younger me would be proud I think that younger me she would definitely be more shocked and amazed and be like wow you did all of these things and you got out of that really toxic friend group and I never thought that I would be able to because you don't when you're young you're like I don't know how to do this this is so overwhelming um yeah I think that younger especially with what I've gone through in like the last four or five years um I think younger me would be really shocked and just be like wow you've gone through all these things and you're still like okay you still have it together to some degree um I usually don't if I guess that's what I'm trying to imply um but yeah I think that younger me would just be really shocked and be like like speechless in a way like you've you've had all these things happen to you and you still continue to I guess move forward and maybe you're not necessarily being the most successful at all the time all the time or the most productive for doing all these things but you're still okay you're still on track to do what you want to do and I think younger me would also be happy that I've kind of I guess figured out what I want to do like with my life and um extracurriculars and things like that and just kind of like what my passions are because and I want to clarify this I don't think I clarified this but younger me I'm talking about like seven to twelve year old me or like seven to ten year old me so like younger like elementary school age um I don't think I clarified that um but yeah I think younger me would be really just happy that I kind of found what I'm passionate about because I never would have thought when I was young that I would be really passionate about mental health I never thought that because I to be honest I don't really knew what mental health was when I was young you just I feel like it's a really complex topic that has a lot of layers to it like all aspects of health do um but yeah I just I never would have thought that I would have had the passions now that I did then because I wasn't necessarily one of the kids that was into really passionate about certain things. I was always just kind of like all over the place. Like I had things that I liked to do, but 
And I feel like also when you're younger, you don't necessarily have that much control over what you want to do because you don't necessarily know what you want to do, like as far as hobbies or passions and and stuff like that. Like I feel like a lot of parents sometimes would be like, you know what, we're just going to try this out because I feel like you would like it. And if you don't like it, they take you out. And they not, that sounded bad. That sounded really bad. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. They don't, like let's, I'll use an example to illustrate that point better. Um, But like let's say they're like, okay, I feel like you would really like swimming or basketball or uh, football or dance or tennis, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And if if you don't like it, you're like, that's fine. We can try something else. You know, you're young. You can kind of do what you want. Not do what you want, but you can kind of figure out there's not a lot of pressure to do a certain thing. Um, But you can kind of. Like, figure out what you like, and I feel like a lot of, when as you get older, you kind of figure out internally what you actually like to do in terms of hobbies and, like, passions and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I totally rambled there for a little bit and went off topic, but, um, yeah, I think that I would definitely be really happy, because, you know, I would have, again, I would have never thought that I would be passionate about mental health and, um, kind of just giving yourself a break and not being super hard on yourself um I think that also too I just from in the like compared to I guess little me compared to now I feel like just so there's been so much growth that's happened I mean of course there's going to be a lot of growth that happens between the ages of like 7 and 17 I mean you're pretty much an adult at 17 well not you're you're not an adult but you're getting to be that age where you're I guess you're almost at that age where you can start making some decisions like 18 you're a legal adult I yeah anyway yeah seven you're like a little kid you're like in how old are you when you're you're probably in like first grade when you're seven yeah you're a first grader and then that's that's the difference between first grade you and like 11th grade or 12th grade you you know what I'm saying like you're almost done with high school when you're 17 which is crazy, but it's part of life. It's you're just going getting in at the younger you or little you is you're just starting elementary school, but then ten years down the line, you're almost done with high school and you're almost into doing college or going into the workforce or what have you. Um Yes, where yes. So I think that younger me would just be really um just kind of been really like wow it's really cool like how much we've grown like as a person and kind of what we've really gone through um because I think that that you don't necessarily realize how much you've grown until it's been like 10 years since a certain event or certain situations happened you're like wow I'm a completely different person since that has happened and I guess this is maybe on the flip side a little bit but I think that younger me would also be mm, I don't I guess slightly disappointed is the word I'm trying to um, look for here. But, yeah, I think younger me would also be slightly disappointed because when I was younger, I was like, you know what, I'm going to be, like, the smartest person in the room. I'm going to be super successful. And I don't know if I'm at that point where I'm super successful and I'm doing all the things that younger me would have wanted to do because ultimately I don't know what younger me, all the whole story – 
all the entire story of what younger me wanted to do um because I honestly don't remember um but yeah I think younger me would just always saw me as being really successful and just really smart academically and just doing all these things and just being constantly just successful especially with academics um and I don't know if I'm that person that is like gonna I don't think I'll rephrase. I don't think I'm going to be that person that is like valedictorian or salutatorian about a law. And I think that I don't know if little me would be disappointed because of that, because I don't remember. I don't know. Because it's almost like little me is a completely different person than me now, if that makes sense, because I've gone through so much growth, especially like from when I was in elementary school to high school just things have happened and life happens and there's constantly going to be changes, especially when you're becoming a kid to a teenager or a young adult. There's just a lot of change that happens there. Um, yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say is just, I think younger me would not necessarily be a little bit disappointed or slightly disappointed, like I said earlier, but I think, um, little me would be more, mm, I guess you could say disappointed because it's a, I've kind of rethunk, rethinked. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say there. Um, but yeah, I think little me would just be interested in like how I kind of rethinked my approach to things like academics and life and just all that stuff. I definitely feel like I've become a lot more introspective and kind of reflective especially as a teenager which I think is really hard to do and I'm kind of glad that I'm a lot more reflective because it just it allows me to kind of move on to other things and say like you know what this has happened but this is how I'm going to grow from it or this has happened and this is what how I'm going to attack it in a way if that makes sense um so yeah uh another thing I think is worth mentioning about like I guess what younger me would think of older me um is that I feel like when you're young, you're very ambitious and you're bright-eyed, bushy, not bushy-tailed. Um, you're just very wide-eyed and you're open to the world and you're optimistic and you think the world will never hurt you. Or you think that the world is just this amazing place and there's so much opportunity. But I think that as more and more things happen to you, that wide eyes and those glowing, that you're super optimistic, you're almost like a ray of sunshine when you're a little kid, you're just almost... I don't know if it's a sense of purity, but I think that it's just a sense of a lot of things that haven't happened to you. I mean, granted, there are things that happen to little kids that are awful, but in my experience, um, a lot of things didn't really happen to me when I was younger that was super, like, life-changing, if that makes sense. Um, and this is saying, like, early elementary school age. Um, but yeah... I think that as you get older, that light and that optimism kind of slowly, slowly, slowly starts to decrease and you kind of start to become consumed by the world and just kind of, I guess, bogged down in the details. Um, I guess this is one of my favorite song lyrics, um, but it's, I think it, it, it's something like the devil's in the details, um, but you've got a friend in me or something like that. I, it's just a lyric that I really liked. Um, from a song that I like but yeah I think that in a lot of ways the devil's in the details and it sometimes it drags you down because you start to rethink things as you get older and you're thinking about the 
intricacies of life and you're kind of being more and more overwhelmed by the not necessarily um, favorable parts of life, I guess you could say, and the struggles and like meeting hardships and all those things. Um, So yes, I guess what I'm trying to say is younger me, I think, is almost like a completely different person of older me because of what has happened. And I think that in a lot of ways, my approaches to life have changed in a different way because I'm not, I'm just, I guess at this point in my life, I have a solid friend group. I'm decently happy. I'm starting to figure out life. And I know that it's, life isn't necessarily going to be easy, but that's fine. And I'm okay with that. Um, but, and when I was younger, I was like, okay, I'm, I don't necessarily have a solid friend group. A lot of people I'm not just not friends with. And I don't necessarily know a lot of things about life in the world and how people react. Um, but that definitely my experiences have kind of impacted how the person I am today really and kind of changed my, I guess I'm being a little bit repetitive here, but changed my approach to life and kind of what I think about life and um, kind of what is happening in my life. <laughs> I know that I've totally gone on all over the place this podcast and it's not, I, it may be hard to follow. I don't know. I feel like it might be. If it's not, that's, that's great. Um, I want to try to make it easy to follow or at least kind of you can tell what my thought process is or what I'm thinking about because I usually... I believe I've referenced this before, but I usually don't have a specific plan. I know the topic that I'm going to talk about for each episode, but I don't necessarily have a plan for what I'm going to talk about. Um, or like a certain script. I just kind of, it's almost like word vomity, if that makes sense. I just kind of talk and I just let it go. I don't necessarily have a plan. I just, what comes to mind, I talk about. And of course, I'm like thinking about what I want to talk about next in my brain. Um, but I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go along that makes sense I guess but yes um I guess kind of where I'm going with this is I hope you enjoyed this week's episode I certainly did I thought it was super interesting definitely got really deep which I wasn't expecting um but yes I will definitely have more like fun light-hearted episodes planned in the future I definitely have some planned for the for in the future because I don't necessarily want to talk about deep stuff all the time um because I just don't want to overwhelm people with talking about serious topics all the time. That's just, I guess, my approach to it. Um, but yes, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you have any commentary or just like things you want to tell me about the podcast or constructive criticism, cons, um, questions, concerns, all of those things, my the Instagram for the podcast is Open Ended Pod. Um, o p e n e-n-d-e-d-p-o-d all lowercase no dots or dashes um so yes if you want to contact me that way it's i will i usually respond to dms and all that stuff so anyway if you have any questions or concerns please let me know um so yes i i'm planning to get a blog or some sort of website figured out for the podcast i think that'll just be a way easier or better way to connect with people and kind of continue the conversation like I originally wanted for the podcast. Um, But yes, I will keep you guys posted on that. Again, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I thought it was really enjoyable. Um, And if you need to contact me, 
Well, if you want to contact me, please contact me through Instagram. Again, so yes, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I hope you guys come back next week. It's okay. Bye-bye.